This is the Digital Nomad Quest podcast with Sharon Sung, teaching people how to build passive income, become financially free, and design their best lives. Hey guys, it's Sharon from Digital Nomad Quest, and today we're gonna go over what is the Burr strategy and why a lot of real estate investors use it to build their wealth quickly. So the Burr strategy does take work, but it really does help you build your net worth quickly. It basically uses the equity from one property to fund your next property, and then the next one, and then the next one. And that's gonna basically help you have a bunch of cash flowing properties and boost your net worth. I know I've been talking about buying rental properties a lot on this channel, but I know that it can take a lot of time to save up that money to put that down payment in and then spend that money on closing costs. That amount of money takes time to build up. And then after you bought that first one, it's gonna take you a long time to save up again to buy that next one and then the next one and then the next one, right? It takes time to do that. What if you can shorten that time frame? So that's what we're gonna talk about today. A lot of investors are tapping into the equity of their homes by doing what is called a cash out refinance. And we're gonna go over what that means later. First off, Burr means buy, rehab, rent, refinance, repeat. The idea is you're gonna buy a cash flowing rental property, and then you're gonna rehab it where you're gonna fix it up and bring up that value, and then you're gonna rent it out to tenants. After a certain period of time, you're gonna do a cash out refinance and take some money out, and then you're gonna repeat the process and buy another property. That way you don't need to use a bunch of your own cash. You're basically recycling borrowed money. If you're still confused, don't worry. We're going to do a step-by-step breakdown of each letter and then we're going to do an actual example. Okay, so first letter in Burr is B and B stands for buy. So when it comes to buying a rental property, you want to make sure that you're buying one that can cash flow. Now, if you don't know how to analyze property deals, you can check out my video on how to analyze buy and hold property deals. And we go over step-by-step how to check if the numbers make sense to see if a rental property can and cash flow. So what I mean by that is when you're getting your rental income for that property, is it gonna be able to cover all the different expenses and make you money? These are the things you're gonna wanna look out for. But also when you're buying this property, you wanna make sure you're able to finance it and that can be in a number of ways. It could be through cash, it could be through conventional loan, it could be through seller financing and other means. I'm not gonna go into it in this video, but you wanna make sure you have that in place. Now let's say you did put in a 20% down payment for a conventional loan. With this Burr strategy, you wanna make sure that you're after repair value is a good amount where you can cash out refinance and pull out more money. So in order to do this, you usually need to look for a cheaper property that needs some work so you can fix it up and improve the price. And if you're just a beginner, you don't want to buy a complete fixer upper where you don't know what to do. So I recommend you having some experience before you buying something like that where it's a complete mess and you need to do an entire rehab of the entire project. Number two is rehab. Rehabbing a property is one of the best ways to add equity to a property. You're finding a property that that is in need of repair and you're making it up to livable condition and seeing what else will increase the value of the property. And that basically forces appreciation, which will cause the property value to increase. So that's what a lot of flippers do, right? They will find distressed properties and they're gonna fix it up and then that increases the value of the property so that they can sell that property at a profit. One of the properties I purchased, I mentioned it before, I purchased a property at $23,000. I ended up spending $33,000 fixing up that property, but now the after repair value is probably between eighty dollars to $100,000. So in that case, I could flip it where I could make a huge profit, but I could also do this burst strategy if I really wanted to. But let me get into those details later. This example is just to show you that if you are putting those necessary repairs, you can increase the value of the property. Next step is rent. So you're gonna wanna rent out the property because banks usually like to see the property occupied to refinance 
finance the property if you're gonna do that. So like I mentioned before, you wanna find a property that will cash flow after all the expenses, after the mortgage, the property management fees, the insurance, the property taxes, possible repairs and vacancies and stuff like that. You wanna make sure it'll cash flow. Now for the fun part, we're gonna refinance the property. So there's usually a six month period for a seasoning period where you gotta wait that long in order to refinance the property afterwards. So make sure you're waiting six months to a year before you refinance. So you can't just fix up a property and then right away try to refinance it. You wanna make sure that you're waiting a six months to possibly a year period before you do that cash out refinance. So let's go over some numbers. Let's say you bought a property at $100,000 and then you put a $20,000 down payment on the property, which is 20%. That means you're getting an $80,000 loan because the difference between 100 and 20 is 80,000, which is the amount you're borrowing. Renovations might be $15,000. This is just an example. Now you've got $35,000 into the property, right? You got the $20,000 down payment plus the renovations of $15,000, which equals $35,000. Now, after all your repairs, after you're making sure it is rent ready and also doing little cosmetic changes to make sure it looks really good, you're increasing the value of the property, let's say you've now increased it to $150,000 for the value. Now, if you cash out refinance, you're basically paying off your existing mortgage loan and then replacing it with a new mortgage loan. And that new loan is gonna be more than the amount you owe currently for that house. But that difference in amount is gonna go to your pockets and you can use that to buy another property. Your cash out refinance is usually limited to 80% of the home equity. So in this example, 80% of $150,000, which is the new value of the home, is $100,000. $20,000. With that $120,000, you'll pay off the previous loan of $80,000. And then now you'll have the difference of $40,000. That $40,000 actually goes to your pocket. And then your new loan's gonna be $120,000 on that house. But also make sure to remember that there are closing costs when you do refinance the property. And that's usually gonna be two to 5% of the mortgage for those closing costs. So the last step is repeat. Now that you've gotten that $40,000 pulled out back from that home, you can use that to buy another property. And then if you do that process again, you're gonna be able to do another property and another property. And that's how a lot of these investors are scaling up their portfolios and getting a lot more properties without using that much of their own money. So again, instead of using a lot of your own cash, you're gonna use a lot of borrowed money instead. So this Burr strategy makes it so you can increase your net worth really quickly by doing this process over and over again. Instead of just saving money and just watching it slowly grow in the bank account, right? You can put it into real estate investments and then use the power of leverage and pulling money back out to buy more and more property. Now I do wanna put in kind of a disclaimer about some of the flaws I feel of the birth strategy. Like one of the things you wanna consider is that every time you are pulling out more cash and then getting a bigger loan, your cash flow on those properties are gonna decrease because you're getting a bigger mortgage on those properties. So you wanna make sure that you're still getting decent cash flow on those properties as well. Also, you wanna make sure that you're comfortable with your debt. You wanna make sure that you can sleep well at night knowing that you are increasing the amount of debt you get as you get more of these properties. So I would say make sure you're not over leveraging, make sure you're not losing sleep over the amount of debt you are creating for yourself because every time you're doing this, you're borrowing a ton of money, right? You're not using a bunch of your own cash. And then also, like I mentioned before, you wanna make sure that you consider closing costs when you're refinancing. It's not completely free when you're getting cash back out. You usually have to pay about two to 5% of the mortgage for closing costs. So make sure that when you're doing this, you are still getting a good amount of cash back when you're cash out refinancing and that you are cash flowing on each of those properties. 
properties. Again, besides those concerns, it's still an amazing way to speed up your net worth growth. Just make sure to watch out for these concerns. So I currently haven't been cash out refinancing any of my properties yet because I haven't had a need to. I've been able to purchase new properties. I'm purchasing affordable properties because I'm investing out of state. For example, I bought one property all cash and I bought two others all cash with my boyfriend. And there is a possibility like I could cash out refinance, but I actually don't want to get another loan for those because they're purchased free and clear. So that's currently where my mind is now. I like the amount of cash flow I'm getting from those properties. But in the future, who knows? We'll see if I want to burr or do anything else with it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps our podcast grow. And thanks again. I'll see you guys in the next one. 